630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad. Edmonton's home for breaking news on your favorite teams. Now, Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on the voice of your Oilers and Eskimos. 630 Chad. Well, we certainly are your voice for breaking news on your favorite teams because we were on the air when this trade happened. Taylor Hall to New Jersey for defenseman Adam Larson. We have stayed on the air since. Bob Stoffer was with you from noon to 4.30. I'm Reed Wilkins. I've been with you since then. We're entering the Inside Sports time slot. A very eventful day in the NHL. Obviously, the dominant story in Edmonton is the Hall trade. And now what happens next leading into free agency? I can also tell you, P.K. Subban was traded for Shea Weber, which on most days you probably could have done three hours on, but we're obviously sticking with the Hall story today. And Steven Stamkos re-signing with the Tampa Bay Lightning. That's a rundown of the huge hockey stories from today. Uh, you know what? If you have texted and I haven't read it on air, I will apologize, but there are just so many to get to, uh, and obviously some of them expressing the same thoughts. So I just will kind of read one that will ref- will reflect many of them. Brad says, Hi, Reed. Bob Stoffer said today there's more coming. Uh, is he po- can he uh, hint at it like he did with Speck yesterday? How come New Jersey didn't at least take Fane back to free up cap space for Demers? That is from Brad. I don't know if Bob Stoffer is going to hint at anything tonight, but uh, he's uh, one of my old friends, and I got to have him on a show on a day like this. Bob, how you doing, buddy? Not bad. What do you want me to hint about? <laughs> Bob said there is more coming. Did you say that today? I think you did. There, well, there has yeah. to be more coming. They're going to sign a yeah, free agent. I, I still think they're in pursuit of a more offensive uh, defenseman, uh, and I think they'll be patient to obtain that. So it may not be uh, an immediate play. All right, so maybe not within the next uh, within the first week of July then. How about not within the next 72 hours. Okay, fair At enough. At least for the offensive D-man. i got to see how a couple things play out here. But, um, you know, I, at this stage, the, the other shoe that we're going to be waiting for come, you know, Friday afternoon, and maybe you and me are going to have to do... Uh, well, would we be hooked up to do that show down at Rexall Place still? Uh, yeah, we'll get that straightened out. Don't worry. All right, because, uh, you know, we maybe need to be down there, but there is a... You know, we're going to wait for Milan Lucic and to see what happens there for a potential, uh, you know, I guess a replacement. And, and maybe that is partially how we we look at this. Uh, I get the, you know, I'm sure, fair to say, 80% of the fans not very happy at the trade rate. Is that what you're kind of getting? Yeah, I was going to say 75-25, somewhere in that range, sure. sure. All right, so, and I can appreciate that from the fans, and I think that the fans, you know, Taylor Hall was quite... Uh, you know, you could tell it was it was it was hard to listen to when he talked about the fact that he he did this did take it as a personal indictment, uh, you know, on on himself. And I'm I'm here to tell you, I fully expect Taylor Hall to go to New Jersey in an Eastern Conference that I don't think is as good. Uh, you know, 16 teams in the East, 14 in the West. I think the better teams are in the West. I think Taylor's going to knock it out of the park. You know, uh, I'm going to guess he plays with Henrique. Um, and it wouldn't surprise me if he had a real big year, and I want him to have a good year. I want to see 
Taylor do well. Um, and it's it's a hard trade to make. It's a bold trade to make. I still think the Oilers have a desire to add a right shot offensive D-man. Uh, and, you know, Peter Shirelli talked about the lefty-righty uh, split. And so I'm going to be interested to see that. But in the immediate see, maybe there's a mechanism that would create a little bit more wiggle room. We'll wait to see on that front over the course of the next 36 hours. And then, uh, I guess, technically 40 hours. And then uh, and then we see, uh, you know, does Lucic uh, commit? I think there's a possibility that occurs. And then where do we go from there? Yeah, I mean, it, it's crazy. And you and I have talked often about combination moves because most good general managers will do that, and Shirelli certainly did it last summer. I just didn't think the combination would be all straight up for Larson. I mean, I, I, Larson helps the Oilers. they got a weak defense score. Certainly a defenseman of his caliber, even though he doesn't produce a lot offensively, makes them a better d- defensive team. One for one, Bob. Uh, it, it's not an even trade, and, and I think... Now, maybe you're going to disagree with me. I don't think it's an even trade one-for-one, one, and I think that's what, what has made fans angry. It's not that Hall was traded, and it's not that Larson came in. It's just that that's the only two sides to the combination. Yeah, I mean, if Larson comes in and establishes himself as a 23- or 24-minute-a-game defenseman, they can get the toughest matchups. And I know David Staples put out tonight that uh, he believes that Adam Larson had the toughest uh, zone, I believe zone starts are the f- toughest matchups in the NHL last season. Um, you know, the Oilers got a guy that can play head to head against opposition top guys. If he does that, and he kicks in, say twenty five to thirty five points, uh, it'll make the trade a little bit more palatable. But I'm here to tell you that I could see, I could see Jader all getting back to an eighty to an eighty five point level playing in the Eastern Conference. It's an easier conference, and uh, he. You know, he's going to be on every, well, he was on every first unit power play here. But the focal point shifted a bit, uh, you know, because of Dreisaitl and McDavid as to where Hall is situated on the BP. So I'm going to wait, you know, wait and see. But I, I don't, look, man, Peter Shirelli is not done, okay? There could still be conservatively, well, they got to get a backup goalie. They could do some tinkering in their bottom six for sure. Uh, if they get Lucic... You know, now if they don't get Milan, I'm going to be interested to see what the backup plan is there. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and Pouliot. I mean, there's another guy that there's there. There may be the analytics guys love him. There's lots of teams that have moved to to the analytics side. I'm not sure what's going to transpire in that, but there could be a lot of things happening. But Peter Shirelli, this team has gone 30th, 30th, uh, 29th, 24th, 28th, 28th, and 29th over the last seven years. Yeah. And so the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting it to change. So they did something. It was a bold move. Not everybody's going to like it today. I wonder what we'll be saying a year from now. Well, that that's the that's the beauty of it is 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 that we have to wait to see how this young man plays and if he it keeps improving because the sentiment seems to be that Adam Larson just had his best season and it was a clear improvement from where he'd been before. So if he has more to give then you're right. A year or two from now, we could say, "Oh my God, thank God, Adam Larson, uh, uh, Adam Larson is on this team." Mike from Calgary texted and he says, "Guys, we just traded our biggest asset to bring in a defensive defenseman. I don't get how Shirelli having another move makes up for a subpar one. Time will tell." See, I actually, Bob, you know, I'm open to all the opinions, but I, but I actually disagree with that. I, I don't think you you look at everything 
an individual does or or that a person does a GM does as just individual moves. I, I know I had a adamant call early on and say doesn't matter if they sign Lucic, this one for one trade is a disaster. I, I don't think it's that simple because it's about the it's about the team as a whole. Now I don't know if the team as a whole is going to improve, but I don't think you just write off this trade because on the day it happened it 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 looked like it wasn't even like I I I you have to look at everything Shirelli does, especially in this late June, early July window. In in and I mentioned the, I'm using that word again in combination. Hundred percent, and I mean this. You know, you and me discussed years ago what would happen if this day happened. It's going to be hard. Yeah, and uh, that's. But I do think we got to see what the team looks like on October the tenth, and if they get themselves a legitimate offensive guy. People say, well, how the hell are you going to make that happen? You didn't you didn't get Hall for that guy. Well, let's just wait and see, you know. And I'm going to – I'll throw a team out. I'm not going to throw a player out because there's a couple combinations that could potentially occur. But keep an eye on Colorado. And I've said it over and over again for the last two weeks. Keep an eye on Colorado. Um, they got a player that's going to go to arbitration. Joe Sackick discussed in the past, you know, he a year ago he said, we're not, uh, you know, our first priority is to sign Ryan O'Reilly. Eight days later, he traded him. Right. You got uh, Patrick Waugh calling Tyson Berry a number five defenseman in a year in which he's negotiating, you know, and you would think they were negotiating a deal. Apparently they made a little bit of headway. But, uh, you know, I believe the Avalanche are looking to shake things up a bit themselves potentially with a left wing, also potentially with a defenseman. And if Tyson Berry goes to arbitration, often the experience for players is not good after arbitration, and inevitably there ends up being a deal at some point. So I would I would keep it, if I was an Oiler fan, I would keep an eye on Colorado um, for a couple different reasons. And, and I just, you know, there's, I mean, hey, Reed, today the Montreal Canadiens traded P.K. Subban, the Tampa Bay Lightning, who in February didn't look like they'd be able to keep either uh, Steven Stamkos or Jonathan Drouin, now have them both and have Stamkos sign long-term. Uh, you got Weber, who seemingly was never going to get moved out of uh, Nashville. It's clear anything can happen, so you need to be prepared for that. Bob, you were great today. You're going to have a fun show tomorrow, buddy. Thanks for making time for me. All right. See you later, buddy. As Bob Stoffer, Oilers now noon to two every day right here on 630 Chet. More open line. Why not? We got John hanging on there. John, hi. Hi. Um, you know, uh, I had a chance to watch Adam Larson on 40 TV games this year, and he is a decent defensive defenseman. And, you know, uh, he can make accurate breakout passes. Yesterday we had one guy on defense that could do that with Oscar Kleffbaum. Today we got two. Yesterday we had three defensemen who are young and comers, Nurse and Davidson and Kleffbaum, and now we got another guy in there. Uh, this guy is not a hockey dummy. He's not a klutz. He's a good skater. He's got good passing skills, uh, and he doesn't give the puck away. And so, uh, to me, you know, uh, I know Shirelli's had a list of defensemen he's been working on since Christmas. Uh, it's not just him. It's the whole scouting staff that would put input into this. 
And people are worried because he isn't a big point getter. Well, nobody's a point getter in New Jersey. They don't have anybody that scores. So, to to me, the bottom line is the Oilers' defense today is better than it was yesterday. Uh, I'm heartbreaking to lose Hall, but Shirelli told us he said, you know, I could do. Um, kind of a two-year bridge deal, and it would be a temporary fix. But he's thinking long-term, and this guy is long-term. And so the the breakout passing ability was a top priority. The next one is what Bob mentioned. He would want a power play guy. This guy has a decent shot. It's not a howitzer, but it's accurate, and he gets it on the net. So what's not to like, you know? Uh, and all you have to do is look at the trade with Sue Ben and, and Shea Weber. The only way you get a, a number one D guy is to trade for another number one D guy. So I think this is step one. And like Bob said, uh, there's more to come. And uh, it'll take a while to get that feeling down on losing Hall. But you know what? We're better today than we were yesterday on defense. And that cheers me up. John, thanks for calling. Mark, you're next on the open line. We've got to take a timeout. It's 8-19. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on Edmonton Sports Leader, 630 All right, thanks for joining us tonight. It's 8.22 Inside Sports on 6.30. Chad, we take you through a huge day, massive trade by the Edmonton Oilers. They bring in Adam Larson from the New Jersey Devils, and Taylor Hall shipped out the number one draft pick in 2010, first overall. By the way, Peter Shirelli has now traded both Taylor and Tyler as a general manager. Mark is on the line. Hey, Mark. Hey. No, Reed, thanks for taking my call. No, uh, you know what? I can just sum it up one way. We, as in Edmonton, we lost the trade. Um, it's it's disappointing. Uh, the fact that we got uh, a D-man that we're, well, a right-handed D-man, I guess, is, is a plus. But, uh, again, you're trading a premier hockey player for a, well, I'm not going to call him a suspect. He's, he's basically a prospect at this point because you're you're hoping that he develops into a, true first pairing defenseman i'm i mean right now he's he's a good uh obviously a good shutdown defenseman at least his plus minus would suggest that for the first time having a positive plus minus in his career for the most part um the thing that i don't like about it i mean the fact that you've traded taylor hall and, and you didn't get a proven first pairing defenseman is is certainly an irritant uh, <laughs> I like I like that word. <laughs> well, I mean, it's absurd, really. But the thing about it is, for God's sake, when you're making this kind of a trade, um, you know, just tell them you're going to have to throw in some sweetener. You know, like, and what I mean by sweetener, nobody really cares about fourth-round draft pick, uh, this, that, and the other thing. Just say to them, look, you know, we want this right-hand defenseman. You know we want the defenseman. You've obviously said that, hey, you, you want Taylor Hall. It just isn't going to happen unless you throw in some sweetener. So, you know, i got to make this palatable to my people over here. How about a, a third-rounder or a fourth-rounder? At least then it would become at least a little bit more palatable. But from a trade standpoint, we lost. 
There's, yeah, it's there's not. No it's not. Getting... It's not an even trade. No, it certainly uh, on, isn't. And, on... and the thing that I don't like about it is is the suggestion. Uh, and it was Bob earlier that had mentioned that you know if if it's Milan Lucic and uh, and um, oh God now Larson uh, for Taylor Hall, do you call that a thing? The problem with that is it's not. This is an individual trade. Milan Lucic is a free agent, so those are two separate entities entirely. Yeah, see, I, I no, I don't, I don't agree with that, Mark. But I'll, sorry, I'll let you keep going. I, I, I think you do combine them together. But anyway, keep going. Well, I mean, if he's got three or four other deals down the road, and I'm not suggesting that you know these things are are written down on paper, because hell knows that would be tampering. I mean, one of the stupidest rules I've ever seen. Uh, <laughs> it, maybe he does have another three or four deals, and he just had to get this done and out and you know he couldn't ask for the sweetener because if he asked for the sweetener and it didn't happen the other deals wouldn't happen you know maybe that's happening i just i can't see not i can't see new jersey saying no no we're going to take a uh, premier left winger in the league uh but no you're asking for a we're winning this trade but no you're asking for a third or a uh, fourth round draft pick no no we're going to niche this deal i mean that's absurd. Uh, I think we very easily could have got something like that out of it, and it's it's not for that. It's for what that represents. When you're when you're in a draft, you know you could throw one of those in and move up a couple of spots. That's what those those draft picks are. They're no more than that. And if you don't have that, you can't do that. Mark, thanks for calling, man. Always good to hear from you. I got a break here. Thanks for the. Thanks for taking my call. That is Mark, Todd, and Dwayne. You're going to be up after the news. Uh, this texter says, McTavish overpaid for defensemen for five years, and Edmontonians still don't get it. Ference, Fane, etc. Well, I, I will say this. Larson's at a little bit of a different point in his career than certainly Ference and, and Keaton would have been. Hockey Dad says... Uh, there's no loss in this trade. We lost games because they, we don't have defense. Hall wouldn't bring in Subban or Doughty. We are three lines deep without Hall. We are now stronger in the blue line. That's what this team needs. Blue and White says, being defensively sound is the key to success. The Oilers are better defensively after this trade. Allow Shirelli to play his hand fully before we judge it. And another texter says, Shirelli said that's the market for right D. I say that's the market for right D wanting to come play in Edmonton. Overpaying is the norm for Edmonton. Get used to it. Well, it has nothing to do with Larson wanting to play in Edmonton. He's not He's not a free agent. It's different from a trade. I think that text is uh, a little confused. Back after the news with more calls. When news breaks, hear it first, hear it live on 630 Chad. The Edmonton Oilers have officially traded Taylor Hall for Adam Larson. We've pounded the pavement, and this this is the price that you have to pay. It's unfortunate that a player of Taylor's caliber, but we're getting a really good player back. So how are you doing right now, Adam, with the fact that you've been moved to the Edmonton Oilers? I'm pretty shocked right now, but overall feeling is I'm, uh, I'm kind of excited to come to uh, Chad, Edmonton's breaking news station. Your home for breaking news and expert opinion. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chad. All right, it's 834. Breaking down the Taylor Hall trade tonight. Adam Larson, newest member of the Edmonton Oilers. The interview with him is on the Oilers page on 630Chad.com. 
Got a uh, great text message here. This person says, I'm sorry, but that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard you say. There's no way you can combine a free agent signing with a trade. They're two different things. The Oilers got burnt. Do you really think they could have gotten Shattenkirk for Hall or at least a first-rounder along with Larson? Okay, several things. First of all, if that's the stupidest thing you've ever heard me say, you don't listen to the show nearly often, often enough. Right, Kellen? So I say stupid things pretty much minutely. <laughs> Second of all, I completely disagree with you because you have to look at what the general manager does to reshape the roster over the summer. And I said it, the first thing I said about this trade, one for one, it's not an even trade. And if that's all Shirelli does, then that's a pretty big head scratcher. So if all you want to do is look at individual things and you refuse to see the big picture for the roster, then I pity you. I I really do. Because to me, that's stupid. That's flat out stupid. That all you're going to do is look at one trade and get mad about it and want to fire the general manager. Or whatever you want to do. do you, the texter asked, do you really think they could have gotten Shattenkirk for Hall? Or at least a first rounder along with Larson? Okay, talk about saying stupid things. Peter Shirelli didn't have better offers on the table and turned them down. For whatever reason, and we're probably still going to learn those reasons, he thought this deal had to be made today. And then maybe it's going to set other things in motion that he wants to also do. And we'll slowly learn, or maybe quickly learn, what those things are. Like, if he could have just traded Shattenkirk for Hall, I'm sure he would have done it. I mean, this is the thing you have to remember. You, could, you can criticize the trade. I've been, I've been critical of it. It's, it's a risk. It's a huge risk because we know what Taylor Hall is. We're not totally sure what Adam Larson is going to become. He appears to be improving. He appears to have some definite strengths, but he doesn't appear to be an absolute stud defenseman. Maybe he never will be. We will see. So fine, pick it apart that way. But Peter Shirelli didn't wake up in the morning and say to himself, what can I do to make people who are going to text Reed's show angry. He didn't wake up and say, man, I want to make people mad today. Or what can I do that proves that I'm a less than competent manager? That's, he didn't do that. I mean, yes, you do have to look at things in combination. And if you don't believe that, I'm sorry, we're not going to agree. I mean, if you want to redo your living room, do you just go in and say, all right, All I'm going to do is uh, change the carpet. That's all I'm going to do. All I'm going to do is change the carpet. And then I'm going to judge the entire living room just on the carpet, even though I need to change the the look of the whole room. And the Oilers clearly need to change the furniture, the drapes, the credenza, whatever. Todd, go ahead. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I just think that I feel bad for two people, Shirelli and Larson, because this poor guy has to come in after a trade like this and, and play in this city, and I think people are just going to absolutely chew him up. I, I hope good things for him. I hope he continues to develop, but I wouldn't trade places with Adam Larson for all the tea in China. And as far as Shirelli goes, like if people can't see how broken down this guy was, during his press conference today, like, this guy tried everything. Like, Stinky Pete looks rough on a regular day with that stash he has going on. He looked so defeated. You don't think he called every team 
and tried every possible scenario, he got stonewalled by every team in the NHL because of mismanagement by this team that goes back a decade. Since the time that Chris Pronger said thanks, but no thanks, I'm out of here, this team has fumbled and bumbled their way to try and fix their blue line. They've tried everything. You know, Surrey, Vishnovsky, they've tried trade, they've tried free agency from Nikitin to Ferenc to Fane, and they've bumbled it. And the entire league knows how desperately they need it. And I bet the offers that he had were Taylor Hall plus, Leon Dreisaitl plus. It wasn't even a player for player. And that's why I think he takes this deal with Larson. This is the best they could get. And when you're as bad as the Oilers have been for as long as they've been, it's not a very big league. The teams around them know you're going to absolutely get fleeced. And today it was Peter Shirelli's turn. And, uh, I mean, what, at, least he, at least he addressed the need. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. Thanks, Todd. Appreciate it. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Joe is on the line. Hey, guys. How are you doing tonight? Yeah, good. It's just me, Joe. Okay. Um, first of all, I just wanted to say, like, you know, when you, you listen to some of these people phoning in and they're going to jump down Shirelli's throat and all of a sudden this deal's bad, blah, blah, blah. The way I look at it from my point of view is, is Taylor Hall's gone and good luck to Taylor Hall. But the only reason I think Taylor Hall's expendable at this point in his career is if we don't have a McDavid, then Taylor Hall's still here. That's, that's one of the reasons I think Taylor Hall's expendable at this point. And, yes, they did address the defense situation with Larson. You give it a year or two, these fans are going to forget about this trade. We'll see, Joe. Thanks a lot for calling. Appreciate it. They're definitely building around with Brown McDavid now. Jason's on the line as well. Hey, Jason. Hey, bud. I, I'd just like to put my two cents in as well. Yep. Um. I'm thinking it was a great deal because I'm thinking our defense got better no matter what. And I'm thinking with the new draft pick and uh, Alucic in the talk, I think um, they'll fill in the, the, the goal shortage from the team. Taylor Hall's 40 goals a year, and I think we'll do just fine. Jason, thanks for calling. Appreciate it. Also have Ron on the line. Hey, Ron. Hey, Reed. How you doing? Doing great. Awesome, awesome. So I got a simple question. Has Taylor Hall been hurt? Every single year at no, this time in Edmonton. No, he played all 82 games last year, and uh, there was another season he only missed a couple games. Okay, so basically he's been hurt out four out of the six years. Well, I can read off his games played. 65 out of 82, 61 out of 82, 45 out of 48, 75 out of 82, 53 out of 82, 82 out of 82. Okay. So three years he got limited time. Okay, I'm just curious, like, how, how his system's going to break. How it's going to hold up for having being hurt so many times over the years. And being that he's going to be the only offensive player, I mean the strongest offensive player in Jersey, that they opposing teams will know to gun after him more than anyone else. So I'm curious if, if his injuries is done. That's all I'm, I'm looking I'm not looking for, but I'm, I'm going to see how it plays out next year on his just injury side. Yeah, well, his goal, one of his goals last year was to play all 82 games, and and he did that. So take that for what it's worth. Thanks, Ron. Thanks, Reed. All right, Anthony's also on the line, 780-496-0063. Hey, Anthony. Hey, Reed, how's it going? Good. Hey, I, I, you know, I just want to make a point. I, I, like, I'll come out straight up and say I don't like this trade. Uh, 
just because on a one for one, this is this is a landslide. New Jersey just fleeced uh, fleeced us, right? Right. But on on the flip side, all these guys that are saying, "Hey, you know, we could have traded for another another defenseman, Shattenkirk, this and that." Just look at what happened in Montreal. Montreal just traded PK for for Shea Weber. Do we have anything in that caliber in our, in our lineup of a, of a Shea Weber? Nothing. No. So the market for a defenseman is crazy right now, especially a right shot defenseman. Um, I think I think with Hall going away, I, I think a lot of these fans have to realize that this is a this is not a slight on the player, but it's more what have you done right now? Hall, like Hall's been with the with the team for a number of years, and what what's the highest we've ever finished? Twenty eighth. Twenty fourth. Twenty fourth. That's with him in the lineup. Yeah, what, that was the lockout year. Yeah. What's the worst that can happen with Larson? What is the absolute worst? We we'll finish thirtieth well, again. That's what I've said. I mean, what? Like, why, why be afraid of making a change? You can't finish thirty like, third. We, we've been sitting here, um, like, for a number of years, begging for something to be done, right? And, then, and the guy goes out and do it. And mind you, like I, I said in the beginning, I hate this trade. Well, we're on a one for one, but he did something. The glass guy that didn't do anything, he got punted out. And the guys who try to do something try to patchwork it with, you know, a bunch of free agency and, and some guy from, you know, that played in the 06 run and can't play in the KHL but came up here. So, you know, we've, we've tried everything. But, you know, he, this guy, like this GM, finally just did something and said, hey, you know, enough is enough. We're making a difference. And fans are still on his case. So re- let's reserve judgment on, you know, we've, gave, we've given Hall and this, this group number of years to show something and nothing has transpired let's let's reserve judgment until the, the puck drops and a couple of seasons in and say who won this trade because i know on paper it doesn't look good but there's other things that will need to fall in place for this to to be beneficial right thanks anthony appreciate it man Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. we also have sava on the line hey sava hey how's it going doing well good hey, to hear um, from you again Oh, good. <laughs> You've probably been asked that like 50 times already tonight. It's all right. Um, uh, sorry. Uh, yeah, I haven't been able to listen to the show too much today. I've been working and uh, life gets in the way. But I think, unfortunately, you know, this is a good deal. Just from, like, first off, life isn't fair. Nothing's going to happen the way you expect it or anything like that. I think Shirelli got the best that he could. The defense is better. Um, and I don't know if it's true or not. On Twitter, I saw some posts like some other teams were offering they would have offered more for um, for Hall. However, you know, Larson's got the good contract, um, low cap hit. We're going to have to resign Dreisel. We're going to have to re- uh, resign McDavid. So um, I know, like a buddy of mine, Chris in Phoenix. I, when I talked to him earlier today, he was livid with this thing. I don't know if he called in today or if he calmed down at all. But um, structure as a team, this is better. Uh, the team is better because it's got better defense. There's no I in team. And, I don't know, that's kind of what I got. All right, Sava, good to hear from you, buddy. Take care. All right, that is Sava at 780-496-0063. This portion of Inside Sports presented by Action Furnace, home of the fixed right or its free guarantee. You can visit actionfurnace.ca. Here's what we're going to do. Quick timeout, and then you will hear from the newest oiler, Adam Larson. Hey, this is Jordan Everly from your Edmonton Oilers. You're listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on Oilers Radio 630 Chet. All right, before we get to Adam Larson, want to bring Dan in. Hey, Dan, what's up? Hey, um, 
I guess I'm starting to calm down from this whole trade thing, but I still don't understand how they address their need. Their need was for a top line uh, right with, uh, right defense, but all they seem to have acquired is a second pairing guy. So I don't understand how they're any better than they were before, plus they lost Taylor Hall. Well, the defense is better. Don't you think the defense is better? You're right. He's not a top-line offensive guy, but he's a better defenseman than Mark Fain, Eric Griba, Jordan Osterley, Adam Clendenning, Adam Party, Brad Hunt, any other other guys they called up. Yeah, but so who? how do you address your the need for a top-line right wing without losing your best asset? I don't know. Other than it might not be possible. All right. Right, I mean, so how every other team seems to do it. <laughs> well, no, how did how have other teams done it? Well, they've drafted drafted them, but uh, right, they've drafted them. Yes. Yeah. So, but without, I mean, I guess we could have should have taken Hedman, I guess. Maybe. Thanks for calling, Dad. Yeah. All right. Earlier today, Adam Larson with Bob Stoffer. I believe he's in Sweden. Adam Larson joins us right now. Adam, it's uh, Bob Stoffer. I do the uh, color and host this daily show. Uh, I'm in a little bit of shock. Didn't think it would move this quickly. Uh, how's your headspace? How are you doing right now, Adam, with the fact that you've been moved to the Edmonton Oilers? Um, I'm pretty shocked right now, but overall feeling is I'm, uh, I'm kind of excited to come to, uh, to Edmonton. Uh, this is a team that has Connor McDavid. This is a team that uh, you know has Leon Draisaitl, Jordan Eberle, Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Uh, but there, there's there was a need for a right shot defenseman, and I don't think you're the only one that the Oilers are going to get. Brendan, can you turn your mic down? It's completely hot for me. Thank you very much. Uh, can you just uh, maybe shed some light on? Uh, first of all, you know, did you have any inkling whatsoever about the uh, about the possibility that you might get traded, Adam? To be honest, not really, but, you know, everything can happen in this business, too. So, uh, it was a surprise for me, but at the same time, I know how this business works. And it's, uh, I think overall feeling for me is that I get to a really young team and I know a couple of sweets there. So, it's, uh, it's, I'm, I'm excited. I mean, it's always shocking to get traded, but seeing the positive side, it's, they got a lot of good things going there, a lot of young players. So I bet it'll fit in, fit in pretty good. And uh, it's, uh, like I said, it's like a exciting team. And uh, I wasn't shocked when I got the news, but my overall feeling is uh, I'm very happy. Adam Larson, the newest member of the Edmonton Oilers, traded for Taylor Hall. Adam, uh, who do you spend most of last year? playing with was it Andy Green and uh, did you feel Andy Green yeah yeah, Andy Green so you were in the first pairing in New Jersey you guys got the toughest matchups with opposition teams yeah that's right did you think you progressed in that role uh, over the course of the season as it went on yeah I think we had a we had a pretty similar team in uh, like you guys have in Edmonton we got a pretty young team and we got a lot of good young players there too and of course, playing with Andy was a big help, but at the same time, I, I felt like I grew as a player that year, last year, and end of, end of the year before. And, uh, no, I, I felt pretty good about my game, and it's moving from a, from a team you've been with uh, for five years is 
going to be a change, but like I said, it's always good to have a couple couple sweeps there you can fall back to and uh well, Oscar Clefbaum, Anton Lander are on the team. I could foresee a scenario where you're paired with Oscar Clefbaum. He missed the final 50 games last year. And you know what, Adam? That was really the turning point from the Oilers is when when when, uh, when Oscar went out. I got to ask you this. I mean, you haven't put up big offensive numbers. Do you think your game could grow and you could add more offense to your game over time? Of course. I mean, I played a lot of power play and all that my first year in Montreal and pretty much all I did before I moved to, and, to America and it was uh, of course that's a big part of my game and you know you're going to have you have to take one step at a time especially as a young D-man you have to don't rush everything you know kind of that was what the coaches emphasized in Jersey they wanted to play defense first you have to respect that and you have to do what the coaches want and uh, I think that's obviously uh, something I want to go into my game right now I thought Defensively, I took a big step this year, and that's something I want to continue doing. But of course, I want to be a big part of the offense too. That's did you? Something uh, I grew, sorry, doing, so. have you, uh, Adam? Did are you are you in Sweden right now? I'm in Sweden right now. Yeah. So is it nine o'clock or ten o'clock there right now? It's ten o'clock. Yeah, 10 o'clock right now. Uh, let me ask you, I mean, you know a little about Oscar Clefbaum and Anton Lander. Did you get a chance to talk to Peter Shirelli or Todd McClellan yet since the trade has been made? I talked to him quickly. We're going to talk more end of end of the weekend, I guess. And uh, I would just talk quickly. It was just more to tell me that I get traded and all that. I talked to Ray Sherrill, too. So it was, uh, I talked to both those guys. All right. Uh, your thoughts on being traded? I mean, you got traded for a pretty good player, didn't you, Taylor Hall? Yeah, no, I didn't really. I, I mean, I wasn't shocked enough that I get traded, so I didn't really. My <laughs> first thought wasn't that I, who I get traded. It's just that you did yeah, get it traded. Was just more, yeah, it was more a shock for me to kind of realize I had to move to another city. But I'm super excited, like I said before, and it's going to be a lot of fun. All right. Uh, look, uh, we know All right, that is Adam Larson on earlier today with Bob Stoffer. The full Peter Shirelli availability is on the Ched website, as is the Taylor Hall conference call. That's it. Taylor Hall's no longer an oiler. Now we see what happens next. Adam Larson, your newest defenseman. Thanks to everybody who texted and called today. We had extended coverage here on 630 Chad. Man, what a day. Great to talk to all of you. The studio producer this evening, Kellen Kennedy. Thanks as well to Brendan Ulrich and Matthew Panaschik, Bob Stoffer and Mark Spector, and Matt Salmon joined us as guests. Also today, Stamkos resigns with the Lightning. Subban traded for Weber. Oilers now from noon to 2 tomorrow. Inside Sports from 6 to 9 tomorrow. I'll talk to you then. Take care. 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad.